Good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I hope this day finds you well. It is now official. It's the first day of November. The first month of fiscal year 2019 is over. And I would say, I, I think for everybody in, in the paper assets, you're probably all relieved that, that that crazy month called October has ended. I told you yesterday. I'm going to throw the last three days out. They didn't mean anything, right? They, they, the damage has been done. Uh, and today, right back to, well, where we know everything is headed. Gold's up, what, almost at $18, $19, Remember uh, <laughs> Yesterday we had that silver spectacular. It, and you listen, you, I know. I get it. I know you're all listening. And and I know that for a lot of you, uh, you you're, you're waiting for what I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Right? You want to keep buying back stock? I don't know. The the $10 roll, I mean, from Monday to yesterday to today, you went from saving 10 bucks a roll yesterday to, hey, that's gone today. Right? Silver's up, uh, well, 50 cents. So we'll round up a little bit. Silver's up 50 cents. Cost you 10 more bucks a roll. How about platinum? Listen, I, 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 you know what I do? I like patting myself on the back. I do. I, I like Attaboy. I, I so wish, I so wish more of you would have been smart enough to have uh, bought that platinum when I told you. You know, and this is the thing. This is this is what separates us from all the other gold dealers out there. Listen, I, I'm telling you right now. They all operate the same way. Bait and switch. You call them up. You tell them, hey, I want to buy gold, and I want to buy it close to spot price, and this and that. Next thing you know, you're buying slab gold. You're buying foreign gold. Right? You're buying something that's, you know, that's going to make them a bunch of money. We don't do any of that here. You know what? We don't have time. I don't have the the slick sales people, right? I you know I'll call with them. I don't have to come back. I got Wendy and I got our lead. I got Jason. Every once in a while, Brian, me. That's it. That's all we are. And when we tell you, hey, this is where we you need to put your money today. That's what we mean. And and there are certain days and certain shows where I. I mean, I go hard at you. I do. For a reason. All right, platinum today, it's up 21, 22 bucks. Right, eight, eight fifty six, eight fifty seven now. All right, remember I told you when it was what, seven seventy five, seven eighty? Buy it and buy all you can. Right, I, you know, I use, I, and I told you, remember, I used the rhodium example, right? When rhodium was below six hundred bucks, I begged and pleaded with you to buy it. I wanted you to load up on it. Of course, now I'm telling you, to sell it. Right, it's twenty two hundred dollars. 
<laughs> but, you know, you did pretty well. And, and right now, you cannot go wrong. $20 gold, $10 gold, $5 gold, you cannot go wrong. And what I mean by that is, and I've been saying it now for most of the year, this has been, the, it's a gift. You've gotten a gift. It's almost over. And you've seen gold come back now, right? Gold, what was added down? What did it get to? 1160, 1150. Right now, it's what, bumping up to what, 1235 again? Getting ready. Listen, gold's getting ready. I know early in the year, February, I thought gold was going to be 1400 1450 before the year ended. It's still May. I don't think that's likely. Right? 1300 1350 is probably more likely. Now, again, because everybody interpreted, interpretates things differently. Right? One of the things they told you about, you know, the tax cuts were going to do all this stuff, which it didn't do. Well, it, it's better, but it's not great. And then, of course, the trade wars, which, oh, China's going to fold. I told you they would. Now we're starting to realize it. And now we got this big election coming up next week. Listen, this is going to be important for for where this country is going to be in the next two years. Uh, one last time, uh, we had uh, Kathy Harrod on uh, on Tuesday. We got the, the, the next week. It's It's next week. So I'm going to have her on real quick here one more time. Uh, she's from the Center of, of uh, Center for Arizona Policy. Uh, just talking about uh, some of the issues, how you can get involved. You know, right there's this big push to push red states to purple. Right, Colorado. You know, Colorado's almost purple already. It is purple. I mean, they, you got Colorado voted for Obama. Colorado voted for Hillary. Right, and they're trying to do the same thing here in Arizona. Trying to do it in Texas. And we need to be involved and protect ourselves. Uh, she'll tell us, if, if you haven't registered to vote yet, how you can do it. Remember, we had her on the other day. If you needed to mail in your ballot, you already had to do that. So if you haven't done that yet, you got to go stand in line at the polls next week. 800-951-0592. We'll be back right after the break. By now, the will be close at hand. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, I've been talking about for the last couple of years about how we're just being inundated, right, with with, with the what I call the blue staters, right? And they're pouring in uh, here in Arizona. Right? We, we Listen, we need a border wall. We do, right? We, we got to get control of the border. Without borders, there is no country. We got to have one. You got this uh, invasion... Uh, coming up from the border now, of course, all sponsored by uh, the same people that are trying to uh, turn all of these red states purple, if you will. And you know what? We probably need a wall in, in between Arizona and California, too. Really, we do. I get it, right? Nobody wants to run a business in California. Nobody can afford to live in California. California, I don't know if you go to California. California, it's a mess. Right, you drive on the freeways there, then you come and drive on our freeways, and dude, Arizona's beautiful compared uh, to California. We talk about uh, all of these things uh, 
The uh, Center for Arizona Policy has this great video, Don't California, My Arizona. And uh, the leader of that group, Kathy Harad, she's with us again today. Kathy, good morning. Thank you for joining us one last time. The election's coming up. That's right. Well, good morning. Glad to be with you today. So tell us now, you were on last time and you said, hey, listen, if you were going to mail in your ballot, you had to have that done. I think that the deadline was Tuesday, correct? Right, and yesterday was the absolute last day. If you're sitting with an early ballot at your house, you need to fill it out and then walk it into any polling place on Election Day, and it will be counted. But do not mail it. I do, do not put it in the mail now because you just can't be assured that it will arrive by Election Day. So so let me ask you this, Kathy, for the next, well, by the way, great advice. So if you didn't get it in the mail, it's okay. Right. Take your time, fill it out at, at home, bring it to the polling place. Uh, I, I assume you still have to wait in line, though, and, and, and sign and do all this? Or no, can you just you hand it off? A, no, my understanding is you should be able to just walk it in and drop it into a box. And so I, you, will, you will not have to be part of the lines of people that are going to vote that day. You simply just walk your ballot in, and they'll have a place for you to, to, to put it. So that should not be a problem. Um, you know, if, you, if you're someone who happens to go downtown Phoenix or if you're in a different county near your county recorder's office, you can bring it directly to the county recorder's office, but also just walk it in. You should not have to stay in line. And let me emphasize, it's really important that those early voters still vote. Um, the turnout right now looks like that we're going to have an unprecedented turnout in this midterm election. And, you know, it, it, we don't really see signs of the blue wave happening but it is very close. All the races are, are close, and that's where your vote really matters this year. So take the time um, to vote, um, to go to azvoterguide.com, and then walk that ballot in. Now let me ask you this. If you haven't registered to vote, and I know a lot of, there's a lot of you out there that, that just haven't done it, uh, the, can they still uh, do that in time to actually have a ballot no. cast? No, too late. Too the voter late. registration deadline was um, closer to the first part of October. So if you're not registered to vote, you're not able to vote. Wow. That's, I let, know, I'd let that be a lesson. That's a lesson, right? <laughs> I'd still suggest oh, get registered. Do it. Yes. Trust me. And and, it, and it's not that bad. You know what? I, uh, you know, my, my wife and I, the ballot, they mail the ballot right to our house. Right? We can fill it out in, in, in our own place and put it in the mail. And like, now, Kathy, this is great advice. Uh, on election day now, just take that ballot down there. Now, let's just say you don't have an early ballot, okay? So, right. and, you're, and you're planning on voting next week. What 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 kind of lines can we expect? How you know what what's going to be the process there? Well, most are estimating that it will be a twenty percent twenty percent of the vote will turn out on election day. So that's probably about four hundred thousand people statewide, maybe more. So there could be lines at some of the polling places. Um, I would encourage you to not be discouraged. Um, probably go early or go in the middle of the day. Um, I would not wait till 5 o'clock to go vote. But if you haven't voted by 5 o'clock, still go. And if you are in line um, to vote in the polling, you know, the polls close at 7 p.m., if you are in line to vote, um, you still can vote even if it's after 7 p.m. But anyone who is in line by 7 p.m., they still, you know, have to allow to vote. So, um, but it's, you know, but it's it's important. Don't you know? This is you know when we're electing a U.S. senator, um, statewide offices, a state legislature, um, U.S. House seats. 
these are really important races that do affect our daily lives, affect our families. You know, who, who's, what, which senator is going to be voting on judges um, for the next six years? So these, it's worth your time, is what I'm saying, and it's worth you standing in line if you have to stand in line. Do you, do you just uh, and I couldn't uh, agree with you more. Probably more than, than uh, at least in my lifetime, more important now that that all of us. Uh, and I know I get it, right? We all we all work hard. We got our lives are busy. There's a lot going on. It's been a hard day, uh, and and you want you just want to get home and you want to sit down and you want to just relax and unwind. Take the you know. It's an extra 20 minutes or 30 minutes worth it uh, because, as we've been talking about, right, we've gotten more and more. Hey, the, the, as the country gets more divided, and really it's divided because a lot of the places that these people have come from are, are in trouble, right? Illinois, in trouble. California, in trouble. New Jersey, in trouble. You, you know all these states that have all these high taxes, high high. Um, high debt levels and all of these things and, and businesses are moving out and, and trying to find a, a cheaper place to go and, and we're getting all of these uh i don't know almost turning into states you don't recognize anymore so make sure you take the time it's so important there's a couple of hot button issues though for you kathy let's go over there's a couple of initiatives we talked about uh on tuesday give those to us again yes um prop 305 is on parental choice and education we recommend a yes vote on Prop 305. Prop 305 will allow parents, um, it will expand one of our school choice programs, the Empowerment Scholarship Account. So if a parent is, um, it gives more parents the ability to choose the education that best meets their children's needs. And so we, a yes vote on 305 is really important. It could be a very close race. Um, on Prop 127, the clean election race, we recommend a no vote on that as well. I mean, a no vote on that because it's um, it's going to increase utility bills. Um, we recommend a yes vote on 306. So it's yes on 305, yes on 306, and then no on 127. And 306 protects your taxpayer dollars from being given to a political party or to a special interest group like Planned Parenthood. Wow. Great, great advice right there. Yeah, and very important a lot of things uh, that have been going on, you take the time, cast your ballot, be involved. Let me ask you this, Kathy. So so we, we know about this election, but you guys, you, you operate 365 days <laughs> a year, uh, year after year, whether there's an election, whether there is an election. How, how do people get involved with you guys? Well, I encourage people to go to azpolicy.org. And that's our main website, and you can sign up for our Five Minutes for Families um, email that we send out every Friday that has um, just some commentary on what's going on in the culture and the, in the public policy arena. We are your advocates at the state capitol to advocate on the issues of life, marriage and family, religious freedom, judicial reform. So I encourage people, if you're not familiar with us, um, sign up for our Five Minutes for Families email and start to check us out. Um, we do appreciate um, the support. We um, we can. We are an evangelical Christian organization, but our issues cut across all belief lines, and we're there to stand for families. I'm there to stand for Arizona citizens who are pro-life, um, pro-religious freedom, um, pro-family. There you have it. Kathy, thank you so much uh, once sure. again for joining us and and, and uh, helping get the word out. And I, I suggest to everybody out there, hey, take the time. 
because at least you know, and especially whether you're maybe you're at your kid's football game or or you're you're out with the neighbors uh, having a barbecue or, or whatever it may be, you know the the uh, uh, the talk will eventually go to politics. And and if you're a part of that and you're getting their emails, you'll actually be able to talk intelligently about a lot of these issues out there and educate some of these people out there that, hey, we need to get out there and vote, and let me tell you what's on the ballot. That's right. It takes all of us together. So I encourage people to go to azvoterguide.com and check out the candidates. Great. Thank you, Kathy Harad. Thank, thank you. you so much for joining us once again. Uh, and what's the, it's the 6th, right, the election day? Yes, next Tuesday. Yes. Next Tuesday. Everybody get out there and vote. Kathy, thank you so much. Thank and, you. and I'm sure we'll see you. We'll hear from Kathy again uh, at, with the next elections. I hope you'll be with us then, too, Kathy. Sounds thank great. You so thank much. you so much. That was Kathy Harad. And, and, and uh, same thing in Colorado. Find it. Find them. They're out there. Uh, let's let's try to protect uh, what we've all worked so hard for. It's the same thing. Right here on this show, we talk about, hey, we want to protect our wealth. Right? I, 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 and I would like to protect uh, what I consider to be the way I would like my family, my, my wife, my kids, right, my, our relatives, the cousins, the aunts, the uncles, the, the nieces, the nephews, the grandkids, you know, and, and protect freedom and prosperity and capitalism here in the United States. And and I think it's it's really it, it's just coming like a freight train. I mean, it really, really is. We are so divided. Uh, it's getting nastier and meaner all the time. And I know for a lot of people out there, they don't even like to talk about it because people get so upset. You know, I I I don't know what it is. Is it the social media? Um, is it is it just the need for for headlines? Because we're so distracted now. And so, if you don't grab their attention, you you don't you miss the point. But you know, I always grew up on the if you didn't have anything nice to say, right? You didn't say it at all, right? And sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Right? What happened to all that stuff? Right? That's all gone now. People, it 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 really is. It's sad. It's sad uh, commentary that this is the world that we live in. Uh, but but now we see it everywhere, and really uh, the the financial divide. I think a lot of this has to do, in my opinion, with the uber rich. Now you know you have the inequality, uh, and we talked about it. Listen, the government puts out the data. I just I just share it with you. Where what was it? Sixty-eight or sixty-nine percent of everybody with a job in this country makes less than fifty grand. Half of the people working don't even make thirty. I don't even know how you live, right? And then you got the you know four five hundred billionaires. I think the four four hundred is. Uh, 1.4 billion, I think, something like that, right? That's it. And, and so you have all of this huge imbalance. People are frustrated, and, and, and they don't know where to turn, right? And, and really, this is about, wait, do you want handouts? Or do we want to try to get something where we get back to the pursuit of happiness, right? And, and that's really, I think, the key word is is uh, you got to pursue it. 
right? If somebody hands you something that doesn't have value, you know, yes, is, is a $20 gold piece, you know, is it $1,300 plus today? Yes. Why? Because it has value. Does it mean you got to get out there and work your, your hump off to get some? Yep, you sure do. When we get back from the break, we're, we're going to talk about, and, I, and it's just something, you know, I'm going to give a little more context to what happened on August 15th, 1971, and talk about uh, what happened in this country from inception till then. Uh, it's fa- really, it's so simple, it's almost scary. When you think about what it is that really happened on August 15, 1971, you know, you think about July 4th, right, everyone knows, hey, that's the nation's birthday. I think September 11th now will always be uh, etched in our minds. Uh, but August 15th, as a matter of fact, there was the, I was going to be one the next day. I turned one on August 16th, 1971. Uh, when Richard Nixon closed the gold window, what has really occurred here, and I think it's going to put things in, 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 in perspective as to why it is you need to put the metal away. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Americans have inherited a wonderful land of liberty and prosperity, and I believe it's the personal duty of each of us to do what we can to safeguard our magnificent heritage. Part of our heritage is that we have the right to self-government, a right that few people in the history of the world have ever enjoyed. We're falling down on the job if we fail to use that right of self-government to maintain our heritage. Next Tuesday is Election Day. You may think it's just the midterms and not a presidential year, but Americans will nonetheless choose all of the members of the U.S. House, one-third of the U.S. Senators, and thousands of other state, county, and local officeholders. Remember, somebody will be elected to those offices, and as Phyllis Schlafly always said, Jesus will not be on the ballot. The candidates on the ballot will not be our saviors, no. We have only one savior. Each of us should encourage all citizens, especially Christians, to embrace their citizenship not merely as a duty and privilege, but as an opportunity to participate in rebuilding the moral fabric of our nation. Our culture is boiling over with hot-button issues that have invaded our television screens and our dinner table conversations. These issues aren't going away. They are waiting for voters like you to decide how they'll be handled and who will be doing it. President Trump has already appointed two justices to the United States Supreme Court in as many years and accomplished a number of goals he promised to address. We want a Congress and state officials who will make sure that the America First agenda is bolstered, that free speech is respected, that our nation is ruled by laws, not the mob, that American citizens come first in priority. You and I can't fire bureaucrats or turn out activist judges, but we can elect office holders who will pass good laws, confirm good judges, and fight back against the globalist deep state. 
These times call for the active participation of all good Americans in this political process to support candidates who will stand up for America and for our Constitution. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Hang in there. I'm going to give you a deal of deals today. I try to do it every day. Some days are a little better than other. Uh, yesterday, congratulations, right? Obviously, what a great opportunity it was yesterday. Right? Remember what I told you about platinum, right? It's doing exactly what I told you it was going to do. Telling you right now. 2019 is going to be a very big year. Some realities are going to start coming to fruition. We're going to see the Federal Reserve stop rate hikes. I think we're also going to see the Federal Reserve stop the bond buying program. We're going to have them start talking about a recession. I don't know that we'll get one yet, but they're going to start talking about it. We're going to see the dollar do exactly what the president wants it to do, which is fall. And I think we're going to have a very uh, big move. Obviously, as I said yesterday, silver's going to have the biggest move, but gold's going to be very, very strong. Now, Go back 85 years, right? So the average lifespan, I don't know where it sits right now. Somewhere right around 80, but go back 85 years. 1933. And you've heard me use this analogy before, and and then I'm going to use, and I want to give credit, Mike Leibowitz, and we use him. He's on our website uh, at least once a month. By the way, allamericangold.com. It's one of the best sites out there. In the gold industry, it's the best. Because we want you to be educated. What did we really agree to when we created the central bank in 1913? What really happened when they took the gold from us in 1933, which, by the way, 85 years ago, And what did going off the gold standard in 1971 really do? So I talk about, go back to 1933. Do you imagine if you had put five $20 saints or $20 liberties, right? Because that was the money back then. And the money back then, it was interesting. They had paper money and they had gold. And, and silver. And all of the paper money was actually backed by the gold. So if you had a $20 bill, there was a $20 gold piece somewhere that had been minted by 
the central bank or was sitting in a vault somewhere that had been produced. And you could go to the bank and you could get it in paper, you could get it in gold, however you wanted your money. Because it was the same. Now think about if you buried a hundred dollars. And let's just say your great grandparents gave their house, they had a house in 1933, gave it to one of their kids who ends up giving it to you. And and you just went in there and you're like, oh gosh, this, this place hasn't been remodeled since the 60s, whatever, and you're going to gut it. You're right, you're going to clean it up, gut it, and redo it, and put it on the market, and make a bunch of money. And in the process of gutting it, right, you start ripping down the drywall, and you found five $20 bills in five $20 gold pieces. Now remember, 85 years ago, they were worth the exact same thing. Today, those five $20 bills, assuming that they didn't disintegrate, right? You got a hundred bucks. If you were fortunate enough and your great-grandparents had put it in gold, those five $20 gold pieces, there's now 6500 bucks. Right? A little bit of a difference. This is what gold does. Whatever cost $100 in 1933, which, by the way, that was a lot of money. Now costs sixty five hundred bucks today, right? I mean, that's what gold does. That's why we call it wealth insurance. That's why I find it hilarious when people, you know, you put money under the mattress, or you got a bunch of cash in your in your safe, or you leave a bunch of money in your bank account. It makes no sense because the Federal Reserve deliberately wants to devalue it. They want it to be worth less because they want you to spend it. It's it's so funny how they pretend like they want us to save it, right? They don't want us to save it. They want us to spend it. But, but Mike Leibowitz gives a, a really good example. He talks about three people being stranded on an island. Okay? One of the three people has two bottles of water. And that one says to the other two, hey, I'm willing to sell one of them. Right? I'm willing to sell one of them. And and whoever pays me the most, I'll give it to. One of the other people goes through his pockets and finds a dollar bill. And is getting ready to exchange that dollar bill for the bottle of water. And right at the last minute, the other person goes through their backpack and found a $20 bill. And the the person with the two bottles of water, he's just getting ready to sell it for a dollar. 
obviously couldn't make change, right? You're straight <laughs> I guess they assume they're going to get rescued at some point. Now sells that bottle of water for $20. So what happened? Right? Still the same bottle of water. But how did that bottle of water go from $1 to $20? And the answer really is simple. More money became available. And that's really what this is all about. And when you look at price history in the United States, and I mean, go right back to the very beginning. Go back to year one. You know, when you start looking and start tracking the prices of things in the United States, it looks eerily similar to the Harry Figgy debt chart, you know, that hockey stick. We're going to talk about that next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Before I get to the rest of this, just want to let you know, because uh, people are <laughs> people are already calling, uh, which is great. I've got 40 $20 gold pieces. Yesterday, they were thirteen ten. Gold's moved $20 since then. Today, the first 40. I'm not going to go, you know, 1330 or 1325 or even 1310. 1300 on the first 40 $20 gold pieces we sell today at 800 951 0592. That, that puts you at like $65 over spot. And again here, what do we tell all of you? Buy as much gold and silver as you possibly can and buy it as close to spot as possible and stay as private as possible. And this coin does all of those things. It's the most private way to own gold. You can buy it, sell it, trade it. You don't have to give out a 1099. Don't have to have to worry about me asking for your Social Security number and all that jazz. $65 over spot gold great value, right? You think about what a, in historic terms, and like I said, we've been around 23 years. This is a coin that two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, we would have run on sale for 125 to $150 over spot. Huge savings today. Listen, the year's about up. Premiums have gone way up. I will tell you right now, there's only one reason you're getting this price. is isn't because I don't have to go to my wholesaler and buy them today. It's the only reason. 800-951-0592. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not even going to put a limit. If you want to buy all 40, do it. The first one that, that buys all 40, great. If you buy one, you buy five. I don't care. But the first forty, that's what they're going to be at today. Thirteen hundred bucks. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now he's talking about the 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 island, right? As soon as more money became available, the price of the water went what way up. 
what is what we've done since 1913 and not really 1971 is we've increased the amount of money and everything gets more expensive so uh, like i said first we go back to 1933 go back to 1833 go back to 1800 if you would have in 1800 done what i just said hey Here's five $20 bills and five $20 gold pieces. And somebody found that in 1900. Guess what? Would have been able to buy just about the same. Those five $20 gold pieces still would have been 100 bucks. Those five $20 bills still would have been $20 bills. What you could have bought from 1774, which, you know, before we really uh, became a country, a couple of years before we became a country, and you track prices, very clear pattern emerges. The only time we had inflation was war. The Revolutionary War the War of 1812, and then, of course, the Civil War, and then World War One. All of them followed the exact same pattern. As soon as the war ended, the prices went right back. You essentially lived in a world and you think about all the innovations that we had from from 1774, right, to, to the 1933 and, you know, all the way to 1971, right? You think about all the stuff this country did. I mean, we went from not a country at all to the greatest power in, on earth, and we did it without debt. We did it with our currency completely backed by gold. We did it all that way. It didn't matter. Five years, ten years, a hundred years later, the money still bought the same amount of stuff. In other words, we were a nation. You know, think about why everyone wanted to come here. We were a nation where what we respected the hard work that all of the citizenry put in. When they took the gold from us in 1933, the World War II broke out. It was the first time in our nation's history where when the war ended, we didn't pay back the debt. We had done it all the other wars. First time, we never did. Right? And, by, and of course, at the end of World War II, by the way, the debt was about $250 billion, okay, to put it in perspective. But before the war, the debt wasn't even $100 billion. We never paid it back. But it wasn't until 1971 
when we said, hey, no more foreigners can exchange debt for gold, that it really took off. And all of a sudden, it really mattered how long that money had been in the mattress. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. U.S. $20 gold pieces. The first 40, 1300 bucks at 800-951-0592. Uh, gold's now up. Uh, almost twenty-one dollars now, twelve hundred thirty-five and a half, twelve hundred thirty-six. Silver's up four, forty-six cents, forty-seven cents, fourteen dollars seventy-five cents, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So think about this: from the Revolutionary War all the way. To 1933, the money was the same. What I mean by that, retained all of its buying power. See, they didn't like that. Because really, what was the point of putting it in the bank? Right? Hey, I'm just going to keep it in my house. It's going to be worth the same. 1933, they took away our gold. Less than a year later, they now said it was $35. The first devaluation, and really the first default. All the contracts that said payable in gold got voided. So all of a sudden, for the first time in our history, without a war, we created inflation. But you see... We ran into problems after World War II. All of these foreign governments who had willingly gave us all that gold when they said it went from 20 to 35 wanted it all back. And when they closed the gold window in 1971, they set the price at $42. And of course, we know now, right? Right, right now, the price is now twelve hundred and thirty-five dollars in change. You buy that twenty-dollar gold piece, which in nineteen thirty-three was twenty dollars, is now thirteen hundred. What changed? Did we put more gold in it? Uh, right, right. Did did uh, somehow uh, we we? Uh, I don't even know. What changed? It's the same exact coin from, uh, really, the liberties, right, go back more than the same coin. What changed? Only one thing changed. The amount of money circulating. We have $700 trillion and probably, it's probably more than that now. Uh, it's too hard to even keep up. But first they made, they closed the gold window, then little, little people don't know. In 1977 is when they changed the mandate to the central bank. And and with the mandate, what we commonly know today as stable pricing and full employment, right? 
nothing to what why the bank was originally created. But here's my point to all of you. The amount of money we need to print is getting ready to skyrocket. Remember what I say about all those Treasury announcements. Gold's only going in one direction. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, $20 gold pieces, 1300 bucks. If you're looking for some of yesterday's silver, those Morgan and Pete, call us. We'll tell you what we've got.